entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace. Welcome to the Palace Theater's Broadway Buzz, presented by Webster Bank. My name is Stuart Brown, founder of the 24-7 online Broadway radio station, SoundsOfBroadway.com. If you are looking for non-stop show music, tune into SoundsOfBroadway.com, playing the best from Off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage, and I'll be your host for this podcast series. On this episode of the Broadway Buzz, I'll be spotlighting two musicals that have strong social justice themes. These issues presented in these musicals, sadly, still resonate in society today. The first musical is Ragtime. The show is based on E.L. Doctorow's 1975 novel of the same name. Ragtime has a book by Terence McNally, the distinguished playwright who also wrote a number of books for musicals, including Kiss of the Spider-Woman, The Flamante, and Catch Me If You Can. The score has music by Stephen Flaherty and lyrics by Lynn Ahrens. Flaherty and Ahrens have written many shows for the Broadway stage, including Anastasia, Susical the Musical, Once on This Island, and Rocky the Musical. Ragtime opened on Broadway on January 18, 1998 as the first production in the newly opened Ford Center for the Performing Arts on West 42nd Street. That theater is now called The Lyric. It was previously the Foxwood Theater and before that the Hilton Theater. For those who have not seen a production of Ragtime, it concerns three groups at the turn of the 20th century, Eastern European immigrants just arriving in the United States, the black community in Harlem, and a white suburban family who, until the events of the show, were blissfully unaware of the existence of the other two populations. Ragtime uses song to weave together the stories of these three groups in early 20th century New York. The differences of the groups are bridged and transcended by the popular music of the era. According to Stephen Flaherty, E.L. Doctorow's merging of real events and real historical figures with imaginary ones was bold and convincing. The production received mixed reviews, with critics noting that the dazzling physical productions, including on-stage fireworks and a working Model T automobile, overshadowed problems in the script. Ragtime closed on January 16, 2000, after 834 performances. The show starred Brian Stokes Mitchell, Audrey McDonald, and Marin Maisie. Ragtime led the 1998 Tony Awards with 13 nominations, but Disney's The Lion King won the big one as Best Musical. Ragtime did win awards for Best Featured Actress, Audrey McDonald, Original Score, Book, and Orchestrations. According to the New York Times, the season was an artistic success as well, creating one of the most competitive Tony contests in years, with a battle in almost every category capped by the titanic struggle for Best Musical Award between Ragtime with 13 nominations and The Lion King with 11. So, what are the significant themes explored in Ragtime? Tony Bravo of the San Francisco Chronicle has written that Ragtime is a story that addresses most of the major themes of 2020. Racism, police violence, immigrant rights, feminism, celebrity distraction, and political upheaval. It just happens to be set in 1906. Sadly, this work of art could not be more relevant than today as we struggle to instill American ideals of fairness and justice in our society and institutions. Rodney Earl Jackson Jr., the co-founder and co-artistic director of the San Francisco Bay Area Theater Company, who also has played the role of Colehouse Walker Jr., a black man on the cusp of the American dream who loses everything due to the systematic racism of the time, stated this about the musical. 
what Ragtime does so brilliantly is open the door for so many difficult conversations. Playing the part of a black man who is killed by police felt like a true lived experience. As a black man and member of the LGBT community, I have two strikes against me in society, but I speak up, and that's what appealed to me about Cole House. He's not just the victim of the system of violence, he speaks up. Director Michael Rao has written, The conflicts over immigration, wealth, inequality, women's rights, workers' rights, and black lives are as present in this story as they are in our society today. This is a piece that explores the foundations of our society and the fractures that divide America. But, most importantly, the musical offers a vision of America that contains both despair and the possibility of a better future. Let's hear a song from the musical, and I thought an appropriate song would be Wheels of a Dream. And in this song, you have the characters of Sarah and Cole House go out on a picnic where, inspired by the words of Booker T. Washington, Cole House dreams of a just future America that their son will grow up in. So, from Ragtime, Wheels of a Dream.
lifetime that cock will Stokes Mitchell and Audrey McDonald with Wheels of a Dream. The Trinity Rep Theater Company in Providence, Rhode Island presented a production of Ragtime during their 2017-2018 season and prepared an outstanding classroom study guide. If you want more information about Ragtime and the themes I am touching on in this episode, this is an invaluable resource. The easiest way to get connected to the study guide is to go to your favorite search engine and type in Trinity Rep and Ragtime. The following information is taken from their study guide. In addition to the social justice issues I enumerated at the top of the program, when you look at Ragtime, there is also an emphasis on the American dream, a dream that is both reached by a number of characters and a dream that is shattered. For Callhouse Walker, his initial vision of a better, hopeful future for both him and Sarah is tragically cut short. At the same time, the American dream of hard work, determination, and initiative, and success is optimistically demonstrated by the character of the Latvian immigrant and widower, Tate. He is committed to finding a new life for him and his little girl, even when circumstances become so grim that he questions why he chose America in the first place. By the end of the musical, Tate's drive and grit puts him at the pinnacle of the fledgling movie industry. In Ragtime, the characters experience change in one way or another, whether the characters accept those changes or not. For instance, mother and father, white, upper class, both deal with the change in their household and community in their own ways. When the character of father indulges his sense of adventure by embarking on Robert Perry's expedition to the North Pole, his wife, known as mother, decides to take in the black woman Sarah and her newborn child, taking responsibility for them both. When father returns from his expedition from the North Pole, he is less than thrilled with this new living situation and the changing times that are happening. On the other hand, mother grows in her own right and realizes that she is capable of so much more than what society has told a woman at the turn of the century can or cannot do. We're going to go to our second musical for this episode of the Broadway Buzz, and that is South Pacific, after this short break. Where can you hear the best music from Off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage? The answer, soundsofbroadway.com, your 24-7 online Broadway music radio station. Listen to selections from well-known, popular, and more obscure musicals from the most diverse playlists anywhere. That's soundsofbroadway.com. Let's go on with the show. We're all living through an unusual time together, but each one of us is dealing with it differently. Webster Bank is here to help you move forward at whatever pace is right for you. 
Whether you're taking small steps or big, bold ones. Whether you're refocusing on your future, re-energizing your business, or reconnecting with everyone you love, Webster will help you take your next steps on your time. Welcome back to the Broadway Buzz. My name is Stuart Brown. Our second show is South Pacific. South Pacific is a musical with music by Richard Rogers, lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II, and a book by Hammerstein and Joshua Logan. It was the fourth collaboration between Rogers and Hammerstein. The work opened on April 7, 1949, and was an immediate hit, running for 1,925 performances. It is the second longest-running musical by Rogers and Hammerstein. Oklahoma is their longest, and that show ran for 2,212 performances. The plot for South Pacific is based on James Michener's Pulitzer Prize-winning 1947 book, Tales of the South Pacific, and combines elements of several of those stories. Rogers and Hammerstein believe they could write a musical based on Michener's work that would be both financially successful and, at the same time, send a strong progressive message on racism. The production won 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical and Best Score, and it is the only musical production to win the Tony Awards in all four acting categories. Its original cast album was the best-selling record of the 1940s. The piece won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama in 1950, and the 2008 Broadway revival was a critical success and ran for just under 1,000 performances, winning seven Tony Awards, including Best Musical Revival. The plot of South Pacific centers on an American nurse stationed on a South Pacific island during World War II who falls in love with a middle-aged expatriate French plantation owner but struggles to accept his mixed-race children. A secondary romance between a U.S. Marine lieutenant and a young Tonkinese woman explores his fears of the social consequences should he marry his Asian sweetheart. The issue of racial prejudice is candidly explored throughout the musical, most controversially in the lieutenant's song, You've Got to Be Carefully Taught. Tales of the South Pacific comprise 19 stories. Each stands independently, but revolves around the preparation for an American military operation to dislodge the Japanese from a nearby island. The two stories that Oscar Hammerstein and Joshua Logan based the show on were the eighth story, Our Heroine, and the tenth story, Fodala. Fodala, set in part of the island of Bali Hai, focuses on the romance between a young Tonkinese woman, Liat, and one of the Americans, Marine Lieutenant Joe Cable, a Princeton graduate and son of a wealthy mainline family. Pressed to marry Liat by her mother, Bloody Mary, Cable reluctantly declines, realizing that the Asian girl would never be accepted by his family or the Philadelphia Society. The story, Our Heroine, involves American encounters with local culture. It tells of the romance between Navy nurse Nellie Forbush from rural Arkansas and a wealthy, sophisticated planter, Frenchman Emile Debec. After falling in love with Emile, Nellie learns that he has eight daughters out of wedlock with several local women. While she is willing to accept two of the children of French-Asian descent who remain in his household, she is taken aback by the other two girls who live there, evidence that the planter had cohabitated with a darker Polynesian woman. We're going to hear a couple of songs from the musical. We're going to start off with the classic Some Enchanted Evening, and to set that up, Emile expresses his love for Nellie, recalling how they met at the officers' club dance and instantly were attracted to each other. Nellie, promising to think about their relationship, returns to the hospital. Emile calls Nagana and Jerome to him, revealing to the audience that they are his children unbeknownst to Nellie. 
So, from South Pacific, Incia Pinzo with Some Enchanted Evening. original cast recording of South Pacific. That was Itzio Pinza with Some Enchanted Evening. Part of the reason why South Pacific is considered a classic is its confrontation of racism. According to Philip Beidler, who is a professor of American literature at the University of Alabama, Rodgers and Hammerstein's attempt to use the Broadway theater to make a courageous statement against racial bigotry in general and institutional racism in the post-war United States in particular forms part of South Pacific's legend. Although Tales of the South Pacific treats the question of racism, it does not give it the central place that it takes in the musical. Trevor Nunn, who is the director of the 2001 West End production of South Pacific, notes the importance of the fact that Nellie, a Southerner, ends the play about to be the mother in an interracial family. It's being performed in America in 1949. That's the significance. 
From the early drafts, Hammerstein and Logan made the issue of racial prejudice central to the story. Hammerstein repeatedly rewrote the Act II backstage scene where Emile, Nellie, and Cable confront the question of the Americans' racism. Critic Robert Butler pointed out in his educational companion to that 2001 London production, if one young person has a prejudice, it might be a character flaw. If two young people share a prejudice, it tells us something about the society in which they grew up. At the heart of this scene is Cable's song, You've Got to Be Carefully Taught, in which Cable realizes the sources of his own racism. Its frank lyrics made it perhaps the most controversial element of the show. Michener recalled in his memoirs that a delegation of New Englanders had approached him after a New Haven tryout and urged him to recommend the song's removal to Rogers and Hammerstein. When Michener called Hammerstein, he laughed and replied, That's what the show is about. Boston drama critic Elliot Norton, after seeing the show in tryouts, strongly recommended its removal, or at least that Cable sing it less briskly, as there was much bigotry in Boston. Logan replied that this was all the more reason for leaving it unaltered. We're going to hear two songs that feature the character Lieutenant Joe Cable. First, from the 2008 Broadway revival, we're going to hear Matthew Morrison with You've Got to Be Carefully Taught. And then from the original Broadway production, William Tabert with Younger Than Springtime. In that song, Bloody Mary introduces Cable to her beautiful daughter, Liat, with whom he must communicate haltingly in French. Believing that Liat's only chance at a better life is to marry an American officer, Bloody Mary leaves Liat alone with Cable. The two are instantly attracted to each other and make love. So let's go again to that 2000 Broadway revival, Matthew Morrison, and you've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught to hate and fear. You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught to be afraid of people whose eyes are oddly made and people whose skin is a different shade. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be taught before it's too late, before you are six or seven or eight, to hate all the people your relatives hate. You've got to be carefully taught. You've got to be carefully taught. This is just a kind of ugliness I was running away from. It has followed me all this way. All these years, now it has found me. I was cheated before, and I'm cheated again by a mean little world of mean little men. And the one chance for me is this life I know best to be here on an island and to hell with the rest. I'll cling to this island like a tree or a stone. I'll cling to this island and be free and alone.
I touch your hand and my arms grow strong Like a pair of birds that burst with song My eyes look down at your lovely face And I hold the than starlight are you warmer than winds of June are the gentle lips you gave me gayer than laughter are you sweeter than music are you angel and From the original production of South Pacific, William Tabert with Younger Than Springtime, before that from the 2008 Broadway revival, Matthew Morrison, and You've Got to Be Carefully Taught. That concludes this episode of the Broadway Buzz. There are many more musicals that explore social justice themes. We'll examine those in a future program. You've been listening to the Palace Theater's Broadway Buzz, presented by Webster Bank. My name is Stuart Brown, founder of the 24-7 online Broadway radio station, soundsofbroadway.com, playing the best from Off-Broadway, Broadway, and the London stage. Thank you for listening. I hope you will join me on our next episode. Until then, stay safe, be well, and be informed with the Broadway buzz. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for 
Your palace, your place Waterbury Palace